Okay, I uh, do apologize for getting this episode out so late. Um, it was a really simple mistake. I seriously just forgot to publish the episode. Like, I had the audio ready, and all I had to do was add it to my episode builder and press publish. And I just forgot to do that. Um, for whatever reason, I assumed that it was done. Um, you know, because I had, I had, uh, mastered the audio and gotten it out. And so I thought, oh, yep, I'm done. I'm done. And then I realized checking my phone today that I hadn't gotten a notification that I'd uploaded a podcast from my channel. Cause I'm subscribed to my own channel on uh, Apple podcasts and I saw it wasn't there. And so I was like, crap. And I see that, yep, the episode was still, uh, unpublished. So yeah, here it is. This is film Fridays on Sunday. Um, needless to say, a lot later than I wanted it to be. Um, hopefully this mistake won't happen again. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, uh, what can I say? Here it is. Um, this episode is as it appears on YouTube. So it did go up live on YouTube. I, I, I that's the thing is like, I did get it live on time on YouTube. So I, I guess that's why I, I just thought I had it done. You know, I, I had, exported the video, exported the audio, and then I had it published to YouTube, which is like the big thing, um, because it takes the longest. And so I just, I guess I figured that, oh, the big thing is done. So I'm good. And I, I totally forgot that. Yeah. The smaller thing of just, you know, adding the audio to, uh, to, uh, the episode and publishing it on anchor. Uh, so it would get out to the podcast just, uh, distribution. Um, just completely forgot about that, I guess. Uh, but yeah, without further ado, here it is. Here's the episode. Um, yeah, hopefully this won't happen again. <laughs> um, I do apologize that for those of you who may listen in that it is late. Um, and I guess this is why, uh, keep your eye on, uh, on all platforms where I'm at, <laughs> including YouTube, because, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, if I'm not, if it's not on one, it might be available on another. <laughs> all right. Uh, but enough rambling. Here's the episode. So we're going to start out this uh, this uh, episode with some disappointing news in uh, in my mind, um, and that is, according to rumors, uh, Ryan Johnson will no longer be directing uh, his his uh, trilogy, his uh, planned Star Wars trilogy that was um, that was announced after or shortly before the Last Jedi. Wait, what's this? He just put out a tweet last night saying the rumors aren't true. Yes! You're listening to Geek Source Entertainment. All right. Welcome to another episode of Film Fridays. I am your host, Sir Cal, on the Geek Source Entertainment Podcast. All right, so this is... I really didn't plan to go two for two with uh, the whole Sweet Victory thing, but I, it felt fitting um, for this episode. So, yeah, um, th this episode... or You know, this news has been flying around for a bit. You know, it started out with a rumor posted by a site called Super Bro Movies... Um, where they said that according to rumors, Ryan Johnson would no longer be directing his Star Wars trilogy. 
and then it got reposted on um, on Screen Rant. It was shared on Twitter. Someone asked Ryan Johnson, you know, or someone tweeted out in reply to that, I hope it isn't true, to which Ryan Johnson actually uh, replied, um, no, it isn't true. I'm still working on the trilogy. With all due respect to the movie bros, who I'm sure are loving, kind bros with good fraternal intentions. Um, so that was a, a official you know, response. We heard from the man himself that, yes, he is still working on his uh, trilogy. And oh, I am here for this because, you know, you can't get away from the, the toxic man babies that, you know, keep crying about The Last Jedi, you know, a year and two months after it came out and how it supposedly has ruined Star Wars. And that is the worst film ever, and that no one liked it, despite the fact that it made $1.3 billion at the box office, stayed at number one for three weeks, and was the number one top-selling Blu-ray of 2018. Uh, But, you know, uh, Ryan Johnson is a hack who doesn't deserve to get any more projects, and especially doesn't deserve to touch Star Wars ever again. I want to live in their world where you can consider $1.3 billion and all those other accomplishments you know, failures, because, man, I'd be so much richer. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, and, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm living for it because it was just, you know, the, the, the fanboy tears are just... Mm, because I, I, of course, had been seeing this rumor floating around from uh, around on these sites where, you know, they just can't stand his guts. And, you know, they were all cheering these, uh, you know, premature celebration. And so to see their response turn around and be all, eh, we're going to boycott episode nine now, you know, it's just it's just really entertaining, just super entertaining. I, I love it, um, you know. Whether because nothing says um, mature manhood like still griping about and uh, complaining and and all this you know whining about a film that came out uh, over a year ago, um, yeah, you know, and I don't I don't get the their their whole mindset of we gotta cancel Star Wars now. If you don't like a film, just don't go see it, which they would say is the point of the boycott. But at the same time, they're doing it with the intention to have Star Wars canceled. You know, this Disney show kind of likes the new movies, um, kind of likes where Star Wars is going, is pretty excited for 2019. 2019 looks like it's going to be a great year for Star Wars. Um, we have the Clone Wars coming back. We, unless EA cancels it, we have um, that Fallen Order game coming out, uh, Battlefront 2 is getting updates regularly, uh, to this day, like, Count Dooku was just added, and I think Anakin Skywalker is getting added, uh, sometime this month, there seems to be, you know, things added to that game, DICE seems to has, seems to have redeemed themselves, um, with Battlefront 2, and uh, the general consensus that I've seen from people online who still play it is that it's much better than what it was at the start and that it's actually a fun game now and most most Star Wars fans that play the game recommend it. Um we have The Mandalorian coming out. I don't know if that's this year or next year. Um but it's in production. I believe it's set for late uh late this year. Uh we have Star Wars episode 9. Um and yeah, it's just it's it, it, People are so focused on one bad film, they're refusing to see 
any of the other good things we're getting, you know, any of the other, any of the other things. And instead they're just set to burn the whole thing down just because they didn't enjoy one movie, you know, and I guess we'll see. I mean, maybe episode nine will flop. Maybe people did really hate the last Jedi that much and that, you know, episode nine will flop. I don't know. I, I, I don't get the logic of that side of the fan base. I never will. Um, I'm, you know, I'm just not really all that into, um, hating Star Wars. You know, if I don't like something, I just don't, I don't let it bother me. I mean, there, there, you know, there are movies that disappointed me, like Justice League disappointed me. Um, and what's another film that disappointed me? Um, Pacific Rim 2. I was a huge fan of the first Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim 2, uh, disappointed me. You know what? I don't, they don't bother me. I don't like a film. I don't let it consume my time. That's what I don't get with the side of the fan bases. They don't like a film, yet to this day, they're still hitting Ryan Johnson up on Twitter, telling him uh, that that his movie sucks. And they they keep hitting at people, you know, and they keep crying about it. And it's like... So uncivilized. Are you ever going to grow up? The movie was released a year and two months ago now. Um, you know, you could just... Move on. If new Star Wars isn't for you, then enjoy the movies you do enjoy. Why try to take the whole thing down and ruin it for everyone else who do enjoy it? I just, I don't know. Just wanted to also add, uh, the original uh, source, Super Bowl Movies, on Twitter did hit up Ryan Johnson and issued an apology. Um... They said, we wanted to take some time to apologize to anyone we may have offended or angered in our reporting tonight. Simply put, we got wind of a huge rumor, and after reaching out to confirm with other journalists, we ran it with the rumor being that Ryan Johnson was no longer attached to his own Star Wars trilogy. This was in no way meant to apply any sort of hostility or negative or negativity towards Mr. Johnson or his recent film, The Last Jedi, as even many members of our team are big fans of the film, myself included, and we're disappointed at the possibility of the news. As we are still a young and growing site, we will learn this lesson in journalism and continue to work on our engagement with our community and even filmmakers themselves. We also want to apologize to Ryan Johnson and offer nothing but support and excitement for his future films. That comes from Peter Batkin's EIC Super Bowl movies. And Ryan Johnson replied to that, No harm, no foul at all, guys. Thanks. I think the rumor game makes fandom funner. And he gives them a uh, fist bump emoji. So, uh, yeah, just wanted to add in that last-minute clarification. Another happy landing. Anyways, moving on to uh, more positive, um, well, more fun stories, I guess you could say. Uh, maybe not more positive, but... Um, uh, Disney released, uh, some trailers this week, um, including the, uh, Frozen 2 trailer, um, not much there, um, it just is Elsa trying to scale waves, if that makes sense, um, you know, like water waves, she's trying to climb over them, I don't get, like, the trailer didn't reveal much, it was just, you know, visually very pleasing, like, that water animation is spectacular, um, you know, it, so, yeah, it's definitely a teaser trailer. Um, there's not much to it. Beautiful animation kind of gives you, you know, shows you the familiar locales that we've seen before. Um, you know, so it's the frozen world, but I don't, um, I don't, 
particularly, I, I, I was one of the, I, I, maybe it was because I was late to the train, but I, or, late to the train, is that a saying? Late to the train, late to, um, bandwagon, maybe it was because I was late to the bandwagon, but I saw, that was, uh, maybe it was because I was late to the bandwagon, but I didn't really care for Frozen, like, I thought it was good, and I liked the, the family love message that it had, but I wasn't particularly, like, oh my gosh, this is amazing, you know, I, I, I thought Disney had done better films in the past, and have done better films since, um, you know, Moana, I thought was a better film, I don't know, I just, I didn't feel like Frozen was all that creative, um, to be honest, it just kind of felt like a by-the-numbers Disney flick with a few things subverted, you know, uh, hey, pun intended, just after the Ryan Johnson story, um, entertain it didn't seem that groundbreaking like everyone was hyping it up to be the greatest disney movie ever made and i just didn't see that um so i'm not too excited for the for frozen 2 the trailer didn't really appeal to me um though it does look beautiful and then before we got the frozen 2 trailer we got the live action uh aladdin teaser and oh boy oh boy <laughs> Um, what is that? Oh, just... Yeah! I... I am morbidly curious about this film, is what I can say. Like, I do not predict it's going to do well. It looks rather bland. Um, a lot of things have been said about this movie already from this short trailer. Okay, I will say, Genie didn't actually bug me that much. Like, I didn't really take note that he was CGI until I had someone, you know, a bunch of comments tell me. So, it's one of those things of where it's uncanny valley. Some people will notice it. Some people won't notice it. Um, it'll bother some people, and it'll not bother other people. It'll really bother some people, and it won't others. I... You know, I don't know. I mean, I think we should hold off for the entire film when it comes to Genie just because a lot of the response was the same to Thanos. You know, Thanos, when he was first released, when he was first unveiled in the Infinity War teaser, I don't remember the reaction being all that great. A lot of people mocked his appearance, if I recall. Um, but nonetheless, he turned out to be like a... Genuine uh, CGI accomplishment. Like, uh, a lot of people were like, this character is great. Like, he, he does not break the immersion because the CGI is so well done. And in many times, you forget that he's not real because it is so well done. Um, so maybe Genie will be that case. Maybe, you know, we'll, we'll get used to it and people will actually... Oh, you know, we'll, it'll people go into the movie and be like, oh, hey, you know, and the thing is, is too, we get, we got like one promo image and then one short clip of him in this teaser trailer, not enough to really see what Genie will actually do and look like and act like in, um, in the film. Like, uh, that's because the Genie in the animated film is very animated. 
pun intended. You know, he changes size, he changes shapes, he he morphs into other people. You know, he's capable of all this stuff. You know, what will the genie in the live action do? Um, I think that will make. Her, I, th- I think that's really what it's going to come down to. It's going to come down to Will Smith's performance. Can he make or break? You know, if Will Smith's performance is great and the genie is great, everyone's going to forget that the CGI was a little off to some people or maybe a lot off to some people when the teaser was first unveiled. Um, if his performance is bad, it will just be bad CGI will be the next thing on top of an already bad performance. It will just be another thing that people can say they didn't like about the genie in that movie. Um, the thing that bugged me the most, honestly, was uh, Jafar. Like, what in the world? Like, I swear, I think they did this with Once Upon a Time. Like, Once Upon a Time tv show had a spinoff and they had jafar and i swear they did the same thing with him although i could very well be wrong um but it seemed like i feel like they did this before with jafar where they took jafar and you know in the in the animated film he is this you know to quote um to i mean they they make a point of it in the film and to quote jasmine he's a snake in the film uh you know he's this sniveling charming snake you know in that he's you know, he's not, he's got a, a, this nice, deep voice that can both, you know, win you over and also terrify you, depending on what he needs to do. In this, it's like, bring me the lap. Like, okay, you know, um, please, I, I need to get back to the mall. Um, so I can go shopping for, uh, you know, my, my next headdress. Uh, so please hurry up. It just, it sounds like a prepubescent 12 year old is playing this character. No offense to the person playing him. Uh, that's a little harsh, but that's what it feels like. It just, it feels, yeah, it feels like they got, th- the, I don't know. Maybe the performance will be better. Maybe once again, it's one of those things of this is a teaser trailer and, Maybe things will be better in the actual film. Maybe Jafar's performance will be great, and he'll be a great villain. But um, nothing is really looking good about this. Like, I am morbidly curious, like I said, because I predict it's going to be a train wreck. Um, I really don't... Like, the only real, like, outstanding live-action remake has been um, The Jungle Book. Like, that one... It seems most people liked more than the animated. Um, so I am kind of excited for the Lion King remake um, for that reason, because it's the same director. But even then, it's like, uh, can we just stop? Why do we have to keep remaking films and re- rebooting films and all that? Just just let them be. Make new material, Disney, please. You know, so... I don't know. I would just prefer if they created original material, original live action films instead of just, you know, taking the cheap route and and, you know, remaking established material, their own established material at that. Like they're they're they're. Yeah, most films and and stuff look at other other creators uh, material. And I was like, oh, what can I do with that? Disney is just looking at their own back catalog is like, huh, these made money in the past. Well, well, let's uh, let's try again and see if we can make money again. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm done with this. Uh, and this is where, oh boy, this is where the fun begins. Um, 
So, yeah, more Oscar failure news. Like, just, yeah, the Oscars can't seem to do anything right. Um, so it was confirmed coming off of last week where, you know, that they, there was the announcement that it'll be televised, um, and that certain sections, uh, certain award categories would be removed from the, from the broadcast for time reasons. Um, it was not for sure what would be removed in that broadcast, um, as of last week. However, this week we got an update and they're removing cinematography and editing, um, among a few others, I think. Um, but cinematography and editing were the big two that caused a lot of backlash um, from from film enthusiasts because you literally cannot have a film without those. You know, um, some of my some of my favorite reactions on Twitter have come from people like Seth Rogen who said, "What better way to celebrate achievements in film than to not publicly honor the people's whose job it is to literally film things?" Uh, Russell Crowe said the Academy is removing cinematography, editing, and makeup from the televised show. This is such a fundamentally stupid decision. I'm not even going to be bothered to try to be a smart bleep about it. It's just too dumb for words. Um, but my two favorite reactions come from Guillermo del Toro. However, you can't find this tweet anymore. Um, he has since deleted it, but he posted this and we have screenshots and all that where he said, I would not presume to suggest what categories should occur during commercials on Oscars night, but please cinematography and editing are at the very hearts of our craft. They are not inherited from a theatrical or literary tradition. They are cinema itself. And then another, uh, director, Alfonso Curran, if I'm saying his right name right, in the history of cinema, masterpieces have existed without sound, without color, without a story, without actors, and without music. No one single film has ever existed without cinematography and without ed editing. So there was a lot of backlash. You, you can find um, just... It seemed like everyone was mad about this. Um, film enthusiasts, people involved in the industry, um, you know, just anyone who hasn't yet at this point written off the Oscars was mad. Uh, and they did post a response, like just uh, yesterday on Thursday, they posted a response um, on BuzzFeed, or the article is from BuzzFeed, and they said that we would like to assure you that no award category at the 91st Oscar ceremony will be presented in a manner that depicts the achievements of its nominees and winners as less than any others, uh, which they said in an open letter to their members. Uh, the Academy said that the awards for four categories, cinematography, film editing, live action, short and makeup, hairstyling, will be given out during commercial breaks, but re-emphasize that the winner's speeches will be edited into the live broadcast with just time spent walking to the stage and off edited out. So, they, uh, you know, they, they, this wasn't as, doesn't look like it's going to be as bad as we all feared, um, and that while they won't be live, the speeches and who actually win will be put into the broadcast, so... On television, there will still be, it won't be a live moment, but it'll be a broadcast moment of, hey, these, in this category, the winner is this, you know. Um, so, yeah, there's that. <laughs> oh, boy. I would not want to be the people trying to run this event because, oh, man, the flack they've gotten the past couple weeks, this past year, really, has just been bad. Um, and then barring anything else coming out between now and, um, and 
when this gets posted, um, since I'm recording this on Thursday afternoon. Um, my last bit of news is that Breaking Bad is uh, getting a movie. I believe I talked about this last year. It was announced sometime last year. Um, but the Breaking Bad movie will be a sequel and will first air on Netflix and then AMC, kind of flipping the way you traditionally do movies. Um, so coming from The Hollywood Reporter, sources tell The Hollywood Reporter that the feature-length movie will be a sequel revol- revolving around Aaron Paul, who will reprise his Emmy-winning role as Jesse Pinkman. Sources also confirm that Netflix will have first-run rights to the top-secret project, which will then air on AMC. I just realized that that is really funny, that that's what they say it is, top-secret project. Okay, I mean, it's it's a movie. <laughs> it's not so top secret. It's top secret. I mean, a top secret movie would be like um, the last Cloverfield movie that literally aired right after the Super Bowl and no one knew about it until the day it launched, like at the Super Bowl. Like there was a promo for it at the Super Bowl and then it aired right after. You know, you know that that's that's a top secret film. A movie that we know that's coming a while before it comes out is not so top secret. Uh, okay. Hmm. But whatever. I mean, so Breaking Bad fans rejoice. There, There is even some rumors that maybe um, Brian Cranston um, will be coming back. We don't have confirmation, but he said that he's open to coming back if they want him to. So, yeah, there's there's that. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's the news for the week. It has been an interesting week. I am so happy Ryan Johnson is getting his trilogy because, you know, I think, personally, the the biggest flaw that a lot of people had with The Last Jedi is it was different from what they expected um, it to be. It took characters in different directions. Um, it was actually original. Uh, and, you know, you know, you can argue that point with me, but that that's at the very basis of it. You know, people wanted Luke to be one thing, and it didn't turn out that way. They wanted, you know, um, they wanted the plot to play out a certain way, and they wanted Snoke to be a certain way, and it didn't happen that way. And, you know, that's at the very end of the day, that's the basis of the problem with the people have with that movie is that it was different. You know, so give him a film where he has full creative reigns, where he can create the story, create the characters and do whatever he wants. It will be, I think, some of the best Star Wars we may get because it'll be truly original. The story will be unpredictable. Um, I'm excited. I am so excited. And I honestly respect Ryan Johnson um as a, as a filmmaker he seems to be a really nice um gentle guy he's really soft spoken he doesn't get riled up by fans too much and every time i've seen clickbait articles and videos about how ryan johnson mistreats the fans it's always you know it's always blown way out of proportion where he's just being sarcastic with fans and it he goes nowhere near the amount of uh hate that he gets and and when it comes to you know the few times that he has been um actually somewhat insulting or malicious he's apologized and deleted those tweets um and i i personally am excited i think he's overall a good guy i think he he loves film he loves star wars i think he's gonna be a great fit um you know if, if you don't like Ryan Johnson, if you don't like what he did with The Last Jedi, you have no interest in those films, don't see it. But, you know, let those of us like me, you know, who are getting our paychecks from Disney, um, I will probably, 
let's see, this is going live on Friday, so probably, you know, um, I probably expect by the end of February, I'll get my paycheck from Disney, um, and I'll be, uh, I'll be living the girl, the, the grand life, uh, <laughs> um, you know, we, we like these movies, let us enjoy them, just don't go see it, don't ruin it for other people, like, that's, that's my thing, just, eh, I don't, yeah, but, that's it, that's, uh, I could do a whole video on, on, uh, my, I could do a whole nother video, I've already done a video on it, but I could do a whole other video on my thoughts of Star Wars and the fandom and all that, so, um, yeah, this is, uh, this has been the news for Film Fridays this week, I hope you enjoyed, I hope, hope you have a good one, um, Follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Um, you know, Geek Source Official on Twitter and the Geek Source Official on Instagram. Um, and subscribe to my channel. Like the video um, if you agreed with it. Give give it a thumbs down if I if you think I'm a Disney shill and and you disagree with my opinion. Um, that's fine too. Uh, and I will see you next time. I'm really screwing up this outro here. <laughs>